Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diana. Here at the Glow Up Effect, we're diving deep into mindset shifts, inspiration, and daily actions to help you thrive in your everyday. Let's get down to business and let's claim your glow up, girl. Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. Today, I am hanging out with the CEOs and creators of Girlfriends Boston, Anna and May. Hello, guys. Hi, how are you? Thank you for joining me. Yeah, we are in the middle of quarantine. I feel like every episode I'm making now is me throwing that in there. But um, I kind of threw this their way and I was like, I'd love to have you guys on my podcast. And they were very willing. So I'm very excited to have you guys on. We're going to talk all about what led you guys to create Girlfriends of Boston. So let's get started with just telling me a little bit about yourselves. You can introduce yourselves. And how did you guys meet? Awesome. Um, so I'm May. Um, I am 26 years old. Um, I actually just live on the outskirts of Boston. Um, and uh, my partner is Anna. Uh, Anna, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. So I'm Anna. I'm 22 years old. I live in Brighton, Massachusetts, which is pretty close to Boston. So basically the Boston area. Yeah. And I've been in Boston for over five years at this point. Nice. And so how did you guys meet? Did you guys meet in college? Did you guys meet like a Zumba class? Like what was the deal? (laughs) So we met initially because I do photography on the side. Okay. Um, And then I was starting to reach out to bloggers to do photos when I started because I needed like basically friends and a community. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I reached out to May that at that time she was a blogger. And I was like, hey, let's do photos. And she was like, I kind of don't want to do photos, but I do want to go for ice cream uh, with a bunch of friends. And I was like, sure. Forget the photos. Forget the photos. Uh, So we ended up going to this, uh, forgot the name of the place in Cambridge. And that's how we met. And then from then, we just like hang out afterwards. Nice. Yeah. And May, you were doing blogging? Um, So I used to be a blogger. Yep. Um. Right before I started Girlfriends Boston, um, I used to blog on mayliving.com. Nice. Um, it was just a lifestyle blog, um, but it ended up kind of being more um, work and not as fun as I had initially thought it would be. Yeah. Um, and so I just kind of, it wasn't really my scene, you know, always going out to take pictures. And every time that I would take pictures, I'd be like super uncomfortable and awkward. Uh. And I was like, just not, <laughs> this yeah. isn't, it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. And I like that you honored the fact that you were like getting uncomfortable and like it was becoming a burden. So yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that story. Cause everyone now is just like, I need to take pictures. Yeah. And then here was yeah. Anna trying to get you to take pictures and you're yeah. like, I'm all set. <laughs> I love that. that. led to a fun friendship. Yeah. I know. Uh, one thing I love about doing the podcast is I've made a lot of friends. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, what inspired you to start Girlfriends Boston? Um, so actually, um, Anna and I, um, so after, you know, the whole ice cream, we became friends, um, and we would hang out in Boston a lot. So I love going into the city. Um, and one day we were out to lunch at sweet green and I was just talking to her about, um, how the blogger community wasn't always so inclusive and, you know, making friends wasn't always so easy when everything wasn't so genuine. Um, a lot of blogger events, um, kind of, you're there because you have to be, you're, you're, you know, you're being paid to be there. Um, you're being paid to talk about something. Um, and I told her, you know, it's fun when you can bring your actual friends and you can meet new people, um, because they actually want to be friends and not because a brand is paying you 
um, you know, to go there. So I told Anna it would be fun to start some kind of community um, where everybody could be um, welcome and uh, they'd be there because they wanted to be there and because they wanted to have fun. Um, and that, and so that's when I talked to her about it and I was like about a year ago. Um, and so yeah. that's kind of what inspired us to start it is kind of connecting people in a more genuine way. Yeah, because sometimes these events can seem like so transactional. Yep. Uh, I'm not in the blogger sphere at all, but I do like to go to networking events. Um, so, but I have a lot of blogger friends and they sometimes have that same sentiment where it's just like mm -hmm. everyone's there with like their phones out and just like click, click, yep. click. And it's like, okay, like when can yep. I escape here? <laughs> and not even them. And it's like, how do you approach people when they're, you know, at work and, you yeah. know, it's, just, it's not, uh, I just keep saying the word genuine, but it, it, it is, it's, yeah. it's just not as genuine um, as we, we would hope it would be. Yeah. So how long have you guys um, been like alive and thriving in Boston as, as the girlfriends? Um, so I, after that conversation with Anna, I had officially started um, Girlfriends Boston in 2018. Mm -hmm. um, and that was in September, September of 2018. Um, and then I ran with it for as long as I could without, you know, anybody by my side. And then I officially reached out to Anna again um, to see if she would have any interest in joining on as a partner. Um, because when I first talked to her about it, she was super excited about it. Um, and she's all into this world and into the same um, ideas that I have. And so it was really fun when she, you know, jumped right on board and, you know, right then and there, we like, we set up a meeting um, and we talked about it and she came on. So it's, I want to say a year and a half-ish. Yeah. A little bit over a year. <laughs> nice. And so like as a duo, like how do you guys stay on track when you're really trying to have so many moving parts? You know, you have your Instagram, you have your website, you have your events. How do you guys balance it all as like you two without being a push and a pull? So that's funny because we've tried so many apps and so many like we're going to do this app that we can, you know, coordinate and we're going to post at this time and we're going to do this at this time. None of the apps have worked at yeah. all. Technology is oh. not helping. Technology is <laughs> definitely not helping in that sense. So how we, what we do is like we meet either twice um, a week on FaceTime or we text every day. Like we've made this joke the other day that we didn't talk for like a day or two and we're like, oh my God, where's me? Like, how <laughs> um, But it's, yeah basically we like, Hey, I'm posting this right now. What do you think? Do you like it? Do you, you know, you think it's better to post it later yeah. and same with events. Like we try to meet whenever May can come to the city or when I um, can go to where she leave, um, try to like, you know, get a bunch of things done, plan events, find locations, reach out to people. Um, but basically technology is great in that sense, but not. And now we're really using it with quarantine. We're yeah. <laughs> yeah. FaceTiming all the time now. Yeah, and you guys have been able to convert some of your events to be virtual, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we started playing around with the idea of some virtual events, and they've been fun. Um, and now that quarantine has been extended, we'll definitely be putting more of those out there. Yeah, yeah. I better get creative, so I like that. Uh, while you guys, you know, are trying to get people to join you, and I don't know how you guys are um, yourselves, but would you find that a lot of introverts are joining you or like extroverts are joining you or people kind of take a little to get out of their shell? I'm really trying to get to like, wh who is joining your community and how are they able to flourish into their true selves once they get comfortable, you know? Yep. Um, so I'd say um, a lot of women that join are women between, you know, 21 to like 
27, 28-ish. Um, and it's a, it's a good mix so far of introverts versus extroverts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what really gets the community to kind of start going because if it's all introverts, everybody just kind of arrives and stays in their own little um, spot and they don't really branch out. But the extroverts come in and they start, you know, start they pull conversations and get people talking. Um, so it's been a good balance, I think, um, of people who enjoy um, talking versus people who take a little bit more to kind of let themselves go. And, and I think we've seen um, that with the introverts, they take a couple more um, events mm-hmm. to be fully, you know, let themselves go and, you know, for us to get to know them, which is why we think it's so important for people to attend more than one event. Um, because even if you're super shy in one, um, it's easier to kind of get to know people and see more familiar faces and start letting yourself go once um, you've attended multiple events and seen the same people over and over again. It's yeah, really to see people growing through the events because you see one in the first event and they're like, yeah, like they're comfortable, but not super comfortable. And then second event, they're like, yeah, hello, I know you. Like I've seen you for a while. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and that question kind of just came up from the top of my head because I was like, I wonder from a perspective of trying to build something that's comfortable, like mm-hmm. what you guys have experienced. So that's where that came mm-hmm. from. Uh, but I know that you guys are geared towards like communicating and, and mingling with millennial women. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all about trying to figure it all out. And I was wondering, like, what have you guys found to be like the biggest pain point for your community um, in terms of how um, what they want to talk about, what they want to interact with you more, um, whether it's like a networking event or a resume building event, like what are those pain points? Like, is it career, dating, finances? Like, what have you guys found so far in the year and a half? I feel like since our community is like uh, large at this point, like there's Mm -hmm. people like different stuff. Um, I feel like it's a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, People come in saying like, hey, I date, have struggled dating. What about you? And then like a bunch of other people are like, yes, me too. Like, it's really hard. Have you tried apps? Like, so the communication starts there, but -hmm. it's not only based on that. I feel it's a bunch of everything that people talk about many different things and it's just not like based on something. Yeah, they lay it all out. And I feel like <laughs> um, like our like official tagline is getting life together, which is kind of like a play on words, um, which is, you know, when people are trying to just kind of organize their lives um, and doing it together. Um, so kind of like what Anna was saying, it's not really one major pain point. It's a mm-hmm. bunch of, di- you know, people come in from many different backgrounds and many different challenges. And um, it's good to see, you know, people who've already been through that being able to help the other people mm-hmm. who are coming in with those challenges. So it's fun to see, especially inside our Facebook group, um, where people are able to kind of communicate more with each other. Um, yeah. They're able to ask questions and, you know, ask for advice. Uh, and so it's fun to see, you know, everybody kind of assisting each other as they kind of get through life. <laughs> yeah, I love that because they're, they're like building the blocks of what yeah. is your community. Yeah. Um, and I love that you guys have a Facebook group. That's awesome. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what benefits would you say come from, you know, building this community of young women in the city from the ground up? Because, you know, it was just an idea that one day at the ice cream shop. So, you know, really, what are the benefits of having this community of girlfriends? Um, I feel like for me personally, it's like I was struggling to make friends in the city. Mm. Uh, But having all of these people that I wouldn't meet otherwise, uh, if it wasn't for girlfriends, it's like 
power phone for me it's a benefit for sure because I wouldn't be walking on the street and meet this person that likes the same things because I'll be afraid of asking them um hey where did you get your shoes or you know stuff like that but once you go to an event or once you connect with the people uh can be on the Facebook group or like interacting on Instagram or um at events then you can see like hey like you know we get along we have many things in common but if we didn't meet through this event we were never met because people are, I feel like people are really focused on like oh my group friends uh from college my group friends from work yeah. um and that's basically it and I feel like that's girlfriends events is like a mixture of everything mm-hmm. coming together and it's fun to see like we've had a couple people message us saying that um they've kind of found their their closest friends through our events um and so I think the 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 benefit of joining is not only building a network because the people that you meet in these places and these events are people that come from all over. Like you, you meet people from all over the world um, and they come with different, you know, experiences, different connections. And while you're connecting with them, it's great, but you're also creating these like lifelong friendships that, you know, people who move to a new city don't know anybody. They don't have the college friends. They don't have, you know, the work friends. They just got here kind of being put into this community where you're already supported and you're already um, connected makes it easier to build up the the friendships. Yeah. And it sounds like uh, you guys are really there to make like building friendships less intimidating. Yes. Because (laughs) sometimes um, in college, just thinking back, like I joined certain groups or certain clubs because I was like, oh, it's such a good way to make friends. And then I went there and felt so alienated because that's not the way other people felt there. So I really like that you guys really um, hone in on that idea of just making it natural and approachable and comfortable for people. Yes. Um, because like at the end of the day, like we crave friendships. Like we want yeah. friends. We've seen so many people who come to our events and talk to us about, you know, how they already tried Bumble BFF and how it was awkward and how it oh was- Oh my God, I've never even heard of that. Uh, oh my gosh. So Bumble BFF is an app that you can go and kind of set up friendship dates. Yeah. Um, and people go out on these friendship dates, um, but they, they say, it's almost just as hard as dating um kind of you know keeping up with conversation and you know setting up dates and going out and and you know keeping that follow-through so I think with our events it kind of just makes it more laid back um you can go and meet like a ton of people at once um kind of just connect to the people that you think are closest to you and from there you know you can branch out you can keep coming to the events um and so that's what makes it a little bit different and makes us stand out a little bit more yeah, I think I would definitely pass on Bumblebee. <laughs> oh my God, I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah. I wanted to kind of ask you if you guys could describe or in your, you know, if we were to draw an infographic, uh, what would be some key ingredients in building a strong support system of girlfriends? And if there is, you know, a main ingredient or an ideal member um, that joins you, you know, like someone who has X, Y, Z, kind of like pick your brains about that. Um, I think um, with like an ideal member, um, we always look for people who are more positive and supportive. But of course, there are other people who come who are not as positive and supportive. And that's where these people can kind of do their role and support the new people that are coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more just kind of being um, friendly and optimistic about, you know, what you expect from attending the events. Um, and I think kind of like just kind of being yourself and letting yourself go um, would really help um, 
when it comes to building new friendships uh, because a lot of people like you said are introverts and they can kind of um, be tough to break out of their shells um, but as soon as you know they let go people are able to see the real you and you know actually connect with you and so I think that would be one of the key ingredients to building true authentic um, friendships mm -hmm. yeah to work for that it's like basically being open to have a community or not even a community but like having they being going to these events with the open mind of like yeah you know I can meet friends and you know I it might take one event two events three events but eventually I am open to the idea that I want to make friends and I want to create a community in this new place for people who just moved here or people who's been here for you know years but um want to change their group friends or you know are looking for something else so basically the key ingredient is you know being open to um having a community and building those um i don't know like building those connections connections yeah, yeah. Connections. and just being receptive yeah yeah and also knowing like um that you have to put in the work um i feel like a lot of people think it's you know you come to the first event and you know right then and there i'm gonna make all these new friends but it takes time to to develop uh, relationships and friendships and so it's kind of going in with an open mind but also knowing that you have to put in the work and you know put, put in the effort to build mm -hmm. a new friendship yeah, I like that last one. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys, in terms of your events, what mm -hmm. has been the most difficult part about event planning? Because there can be so many thrown into the mix um, that can be challenging. So I wanted to ask you guys about your experiences in that. For sure, finding a location. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. That is for sure the hardest part that uh, we've faced. Yeah. Um, because we can have all of these great ideas and um, put it into paper and, you know, have, you know, the people to join and have everything coming together. But if we don't have any space where we can host it, then that's usually where we find um, ourselves struggling. Yeah, we've had like many like conference ideas, um, events that are bigger then we always have to end up limiting ourselves because you know what what's the probability that we'll find a space that will fit you know everybody that's interested um or what's the probability that we'll get a sponsored space versus a space where we'll have to pay and then we'll have to increase ticket pricing um so it's always that you know the the the, the x factor is always trying to find a space and it's i i'd say it's the most difficult yeah yeah spacing can be challenging especially because when um contracts and money gets thrown into the mix yes. it can just become so much more overwhelming and stressful i know you guys work with a lot of we kind of mentioned it and to segue into that um sponsored events because you guys work with like local businesses what has your experience been with that and would you say that when you are reaching out to local businesses are they super receptive um and I'm, I'm asking this more for if listeners are in the event planning industry or um, have a blog that they'd want to host an event for. What has been your experience in partnering with local businesses? Um, so I'd, I'd say the experience has been fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. People usually are very receptive. Um, they're very open to working with us. Um, I think it's because we have such a targeted community um, and people who are, you know, there and looking at our, you know, work and, the, the things that we post um, and because our, our audience is already so defined, I think people um, have like an easier, uh, it's easier to say yes to working with us. Yeah. Um, and we've had wonderful experiences. We've worked with many local businesses um, and not even just local, like we've also worked with um, 
the milk bar and when we you know when we worked with them that was like a big like a big accomplishment yeah but even just supporting the local businesses like we love um the polished decade that i know you guys have interviewed before yes. um, courtney yeah she's <laughs> yeah. super sweet um we've uh, worked with um fx foods um and so just kind of having you know these connections with these small business owners and being able to support them in any way that we can um, while also having them support us, um, you know, we kind of help each other out, um, has been really good for, in, in my opinion. Love it. Yeah. I was, I was really wondering because for one, it can be intimidating. Like, oh, this person has a whole business and they have like their stuff going on. And then here I am like asking for their time or asking yeah. for their space, you know, so it can be intimidating. So I wanted to shoot that out there because I feel like you guys are well seasoned in that area. Uh, yeah. lastly. Oh, yeah, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 go okay. ahead. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, um, what has been your favorite event and why? So I can start with that. Um, my favorite event so far has been, we did a picnic um, last summer. Mm-hmm. We were so excited for the picnic. Um, we wanted to do it in Boston uh, Public Garden, actually, mm-hmm. um, downtown Boston. Um, the weather was perfect. Everything was perfect. And then we, May and I got there to set the food up. And we didn't think about the squirrels. They're everywhere. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, I wouldn't have thought about that either. Uh, so we get there, we start setting the food and like everything looks super pretty. Um, people are starting to arrive and there I was yelling at the squirrels. I was like, <laughs> Mom, I look like a crazy person. Uh, but then after the squirrels went away, when you know more people started getting there, um, we really had a great connection with the people who attended that event. Um, we had conversations about like how we feel and how we are really feeling. Um, you know, the main question of like, oh, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. No, you know, this is like, no, I am not fine. This is why I'm not mm-hmm. fine. So it was a really deep, deep yeah, conversation that we all had um, with a group. It was a big group of uh, people but everybody was so open to talk about it. And for me, that was like, you know, this is what we do, what we do, uh, because people were able to connect after that event. So definitely the picnic was my favorite one after the squirrels. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an interesting one. Um, and we really were able to build like really deep connections. And I think most of the girls that went to that event kind of stayed connected yep. um, after that. But I, for me, I'd say by the very first event that we like officially hosted, which was the Dreams and Degrees panel that we had um, right when we very first started um, with a few local bloggers. Um, and I think that was my favorite just because it was kind of where everything was kind of coming to life and you know I was seeing things happen and people were coming and people were interested and people were asking questions and it was just a really um surreal moment to see everything that I once like was afraid to like put out there was finally out there and it was happening and we were getting it started so I think that one will always hold a special little place (laughs) in my heart those events sound really nice um I feel like they are really um a authentic and like kind of thinking outside of the box because you said um dreams and degrees mm-hmm. so you would think that it's like oh like she has this panel of like all these like really um intense like professors or something but then you were like bloggers and I'm like clash like <laughs> yeah, this well, is this is the millennial mindset I love it <laughs> well the whole point of the 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 
the panel was to kind of see, you know, even with even when you have a degree, like where you can go without it. Um, yeah. All these bloggers had like degrees that weren't even at all associated with what the projects that they were working on. And they mm-hmm. all pretty much had like these side hustles that they were, you know, growing really well and doing really well. And it was kind of just to get people to understand that you don't always need a degree. And even if you have a degree, um, you can put it to good use in whatever kind of side projects you come up with. Love that for sure. So um, that kind of segues really well into um, the the question that I love to ask all of my guests, which is how would you define a glow up? Because my podcast is really focusing on, you know, whether it's one small step forward, like what are you doing to get yourself to up level um, mm-hmm. yourself? So how would you guys define a glow up? Um, There's so no well, right answer. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I was just talking to Anna um, right before uh, we started. We're like, how are we going to define a glow up? Um, and her friend, you know, in the car, she was like, a glow up is when, you know, you used to be ugly and then you become really pretty. <laughs> exactly. We are challenging all of that on the glow up effect. <laughs> um, but then we like talked a little bit more. And um, I think for us, like a glow up is when you are, you know, fully stepping into your true self and, um, being able to showcase that wherever you go without, you know, being ashamed of it. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's, for me, at least that was mm-hmm. what my glow up was is kind of just being my own person and not worrying about what other people are going to say or think yeah. and being able to put, you know, my thoughts out there um, without being afraid of, of, of any kind of circ- like not circumstance, but any kind of outcome that that could bring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it's like embracing basically who you are. Cause I feel like many people have I definitely do have like insecurities of like oh um I don't like how my hair looks or um I have an accent or like this bunch of stuff uh but it's like embracing that that's who you are and you cannot change it because it's something that is a part of you um you can change many things like you can change I don't know the way that you look but you cannot change who you are in the inside so basically embracing that for the better I love it. And what glow tip would you have for the listeners? Uh, mine is uh, kind of really working on self-confidence. Um, I think self-confidence is like a, a key ingredient in anything that you need to do in life. Um, and so for you to have your glow up, you definitely need to have, you know, your little dash of self-confidence um, mm-hmm. to push you. Yeah. Um, for me, it's like, I was so afraid um may always tell me but you're not shy at all uh but i used to be so so shy like i'll never talk to anybody so for me (laughs) will be you know just don't be afraid of doing whatever you want to do just you know go ahead at the end of the day if you make a mistake then you know you're going to learn from that so just you know go ahead and do anything that makes you happy love that she teaches me that a lot Yeah. And I'm going to throw this one into the mix. What is you guys' favorite glow accessory? Something you can't be out, um, be without. Are you talking more like physical or anything? Like it can be your iPhone. It can be your like facial scrub. It can... Okay. <laughs> your car. Um, I'd say my moisturizer. My skin yeah. gets really dry. Yeah. <laughs> I hate dry skin. Love it. Uh, I always have it. I, I can't think of anything. Maybe like lip scrub. My lips are always super dry. Love so, it. So like I, I'm always like an essential oil. I leave. Me too. Do you see my diffuser over here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, yes. No, I changed my answer. I don't care about the lips. I care about essential oils. 
Love it. Yes. I am an oily gal as well. Um, and then I've totally converted my boyfriend to be like oily. Yeah. I'd be like, really? do you smell it? Do you what smell it in the it? air? <laughs> and he does Uber and he'll like put it in the car. And I'm like, today I got a five-star rating. They said the car smelled like a spa. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. And I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so to wrap up a little bit, I wanted to ask you guys in the next few years, where do you see yourselves taking Girlfriends Boston? So we are trying to um, get out there and uh, oh, there's something in there. Um, we're trying to basically get out there in terms of launching or online presence meaning like mm-hmm. we want to do an online shop and we're trying to you know launch this different pieces to it and of course like growing our community way more than we already have but not only growing it but you know making it stronger in terms of like you know see that people are seeing that people are creating friendships and all of that so yeah I'd, I'd go ahead and say um kind of like just building more um frequent visitors people who come back over and over and over again mm-hmm. um because we love seeing the the events and we love seeing people come and we love seeing um you know people who enjoy the events um but we'd love to kind of make it more of a you know people who come and keep coming back and keep coming back so that they it's easier to to build the community when you see familiar faces more often yeah and how can listeners join you in the future or become a member and learn more about you? Um, so we're all over the place. Um, we have our website um, that they can find us at www.girlfriendsboston.com. Um, and we have our blog there and we have our membership options there that people can join. Um, and people can also find out about us and like our events and stuff on Instagram, um, which is also Girlfriends Boston on Facebook. Um, we have a private Facebook group. Um, and we also have a weekly email newsletter that we send out, um, once a week. Um, and we also update everybody on there. Um, so we're trying our best to, to be everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually on you guys' newsletter. It's like very, uh, very thank lovely. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Very lovely. I can tell there's hard work put into it. I will say <laughs> love it. Um, so yeah, that's wrapped up. Is there anything else you guys would love to share with the listeners? Um, I hope to see you guys at one of our events. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Once we're um, anti-quarantined and check them out. You guys yeah. are having some virtual events, correct? Yep. Yeah. Um, everyone definitely check them out on Instagram. That's where I get a little um, fair share of all of them. And thank you so much for joining me. Um, I know I thank sprung you. this on you guys by surprise, but it's been so great. Now we really love it. Highlight you know, what you guys are all about. And I can't wait to meet you guys in person. Yes. <laughs> oh, can't wait till this is all over. So we can Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Glove Effect podcast. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you love this episode, please share with your friends and family and tell them to check out the Glow Up Effect. Lastly, if you don't already, please check me out on Instagram at the Glow Up Effect.